Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Thursday afternoon. Well, not so good for a number of Canadian politicians. Wow, this has just taken off. It was yesterday that we first heard of uh, the Nova Scotia politician, Jamie Bailey, stepping down over allegations of inappropriate behavior. Last night, it was Ontario Conservative leader Patrick Brown. Well, not originally stepping down, eventually stepping down after allegations were raised of sexual harassment, misconduct. Today... Kent Hare. And even within the time that we set up a a chance to talk with my next guest, well, you've heard on the news, Kent Hare is resigning from cabinet. But Tom Vernon, a global news reporter, he had originally said, sure, Ange, I can talk to you. I know, Tom, probably our time is getting shorter because this story is developing so quickly. First of all, thanks for your time. Always happy to join you, Angela. Uh, Laid out for me, when did you first hear of the accusations against Kent Hare? It was Last night, actually, it was uh, I was working late. The Alberta Party debate here in Edmonton, and uh, followed my story and got home. And it was ooh, after eleven o'clock, shortly before I went to bed. I kind of scrolled through Twitter and saw these, and thought, okay, um, I, I, I know what I'm going to be looking uh, through in the morning. And sure enough, you know, got in this morning, and yeah, this, these allegations are out there. And uh, we reached out to uh, Kristen Hayworth, who put these out on Twitter, hoping to speak with her about about uh, these allegations and, and what she experienced while working in the legislature. And, um, our, our colleagues in Ottawa were, were all over this as well, and uh, Kent Harris was supposed to be in Toronto to make an announcement this morning. It was abruptly cancelled. The Prime Minister in Davos so, said, look, you know, I'm aware of this, and we're going to have this resolved by the time I, I go wheels up. Uh, well, they went wheels up less than an hour ago, and here we are. About 10, 15 minutes ago, we learned that yeah, Kent Hare is out of cabinet, pending an investigation. So at this point, he is just resigning his cabinet position. He says Mm -hmm. he's going to stay on as MP for Calgary Centre until this investigation works its way through the process. We also have to remember another MP, another Liberal MP, is also Mm -hmm. on leave, Darshan Kang as well, and he comes from Alberta, Tom. Yeah, that's right. The uh, the other Calgary Liberal MLA, Darshan Kang, uh, and he's actually resigned from caucus. Uh, he's on leave right now. I believe I believe it's for medical reasons. Uh, I'm pretty sure of that. But yeah, his allegations they came forward. Uh, it was late in the summer. Uh, initially, he was uh, you know suspended in that, but he has completely resigned from caucus. He's sitting as an independent now. So, I mean, yeah, this isn't the first case. Um, we heard Darshan Kang. We hear the cases in in Ontario, Nova Scotia. And I look at this. You know, I, I I don't think we can be surprised this is happening, right? We we hear we've heard about it now in in Hollywood and in in that line of work. We're hearing about it in politics, but like this happens in every line of work and. Uh, it's, it's truly showing it's it's a day of reckoning. It's a time of reckoning for for these instances. Tom, you've been covering the legislature. You've been in Edmonton for a while now. Mm-hmm. Do these allegations come as a surprise to you? Sometimes we talk about these open secrets, but yeah. have you heard of how Mr. Hare was around people in the legislature in the past? No. Uh, and, and I mean, I, the, the the whispers, the the opening conversations, it, it they never came my way. I, I had never heard any of this. But I mean, uh, Kristen made it clear in her tweets this this was well known. This was an open secret. I mean, she said on her first day she was warned not to go into a legislate uh, into an elevator with Kent Hare. Um, you know, your first day being told that your first day on the job. So obviously, this was known in, in parts, particularly by the women working 
uh, in the offices there. So uh, it, it never made it to me. I'd, I'd never seen personally any um, behavior like this by, by Kent Hare. But um, yeah, it's, you read these tweets and it's it was a open knowledge amongst many women, it seems like, uh, in the Alberta legislature. Do you think then we are to take that if it has been known or uh, alleged for a while that it is because of the Me Too movement that women are saying, well, I've got a voice now. It appears other women are coming forward. I'm going to do the same. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I can directly tie to that, but I mean, I, I, you sure hope that as more people come forward with their stories, more people will feel comfortable to, to, to confront um, the, the people that have uh, made these types of comments towards them, these types of actions towards them. And like I said, we, we saw it in Hollywood. It, uh, it really started with the Harvey Weinstein stuff, and really stories started coming out, just flowing out after that, not just against Harvey Weinstein, but others. Uh, and now we're seeing it in politics in Ontario, Nova Scotia, here in Alberta now. We saw, I mean, Darshan Kang back in, in, uh, in the summertime. So we certainly are seeing, uh, I, I can't, I mean, I've been a reporter for, 10, 15 years now, and I can't remember ever a time like this where so many people are stepping forward to say, yeah, you know what, this happened to me as well. Tom, I know you've uh, got a story to work on. I appreciate your time. Anytime. Tom Vernon, Global News reporter in Edmonton. And we wanted to talk with Tom because, yes, it was the allegations were made when uh, Kent Hare was an MLA in the Alberta legislature. He has moved on to be what was thought originally a very prominent MP in Ottawa. Of course, he has seen demotions after some interactions with constituents and with stakeholders that didn't go so well. You know, at one point he was Veterans Affairs Minister, and and then there was a complaint against how he handled a couple of veterans in interactions with them. And then when he became Sports and Persons with Disabilities Minister, Um, questions of comments he made to survivors of thalidomide. And so I'm not surprised that he is resigning from cabinet, you know, clearly stating that he believes we have to hear these women's voices and he is going to resign pending the outcome of an investigation. At this point, he is saying that he is going to stay on as a member of parliament for Calgary Centre. Whereas Tom rightly pointed out that Darshan Kang, when the allegations were raised last summer, Darshan took medical leave and then left caucus altogether and sits as an independent. Will that ultimately be Kent Hare's fate as well? I want to take a break here and then talk with Dwayne Bratt, who we often talk everything political. His take, especially in light of what's happening right across the country... I'm looking specifically at politics. I'm not blind to the fact that we're seeing this probably in businesses, corporations, workplaces. But when you start talking about politicians, you know, that's going to grab even bigger headlines. So what are political parties going to be doing in light of this? How do they almost get ahead of what seems to be almost a tsunami when we're starting to hear allegations against particular politicians? Dwayne Brad is going to join me after the break, and I definitely will be talking to you. 403-974-8255. You know it's the number to call and text. We're back after this. Just trying to stay on top of really what's been happening in the last 24 hours. And the latest, of course, as you've heard on the news, Kent Hare is going to resign, step down from his cabinet position while an investigation goes on into allegations 
of sexual harassment. Dwayne Bratt, political science professor, chair in the Department of Economics, Justice and Policy Studies at MRU, joins us today. Hello, Professor Bratt. Hey, Angela. Your initial reaction to Kent Hare's resignation? You know, it's... uh when you look at the at the spectrum of um, sexual misconduct, I think there's a big difference between you know what Patrick Brown was alleged of doing and and what Kent Hare was doing. But I think he had to resign um, because now you're dealing with with multiple women. Um, you're dealing with a, a Me Too movement. You're dealing with Justin Trudeau in Davos, Switzerland, talking about the importance of gender equality. You're dealing with uh, events last fall of uh, some rude comments Kent Hare had made to uh, other women. You put that all in a package and it, it was unsustainable. He had to step down. Yeah, ultimately I was saying that. I just um, It happened fairly quickly, but I'm not surprised just hearing Prime Minister Trudeau earlier today saying he will talk to him before he takes off from Davos. And sure enough, it comes out that he's resigning. So I, I'm glad you mentioned sort of the past history of Minister Hare because he had the uh, interaction with the the veterans with the thalidomide survivors yeah. it's almost as if oh my gosh and now allegations of yeah, from way I mean, back in the ledge i mean that that stuff with the thalidomide survivors and some of the veterans groups <clears throat> he may have been quite rude but i gave him a pass on that because each of them were groups who were asking for money and he was denying them, and then the accusations come out after. Mm -hmm. This is of a different kettle whatsoever, uh, but there is a pattern of behavior, at least in his, his treatment of women, um, uh, whether that was rude, whether it was sexual in, in, the, in the cases that, that came to light late last night and early this morning, um, but there is a, a, a pattern there, and uh, um, we'll have to see if, uh, you know, where, where this lands. Are, are there more women coming out? Are, are there more, uh, more aggressive forms uh, of, of sexual misconduct? Uh, we need to wait and see on that. Dwayne, some people will say, well, what if that investigation ends and there's no criminal charges? Should he still... There's a big difference. Yeah. I keep hearing about this, you know, the, the uh, you're innocent until proven guilty mm -hmm. and all of... That's in a criminal setting. Mm -hmm. Political setting is an entirely different court. It's the court of public opinion. Yeah. And so as a result of that, if you look at the political statements, particularly of, of Trudeau, which is really emphasized Emphasized, you know, a gender parity uh, cabinet and, and being a male feminist. And, and there's um, Kent Hare at the Women's March in, in Calgary. And then you see this private behavior. Uh, there, there's a degree of hypocrisy there that even if it doesn't withstand what he did, what he's even being accused of is not criminal in the least mm -hmm. uh, compared to some other ones. Um, but that's not the standard we want of our elected officials. And there's no way that I think he could survive um, another election with this, with these allegations. Even, even even without what has occurred in the last 24 hours, it was going to be a tough yeah. role for him because his brand was damaged by the uh, the allegations from the fall. This is just going to continue it. Um, there's been questions about why he hasn't been removed from caucus. Uh, well, you look at the the people who have been removed for caucus, like Darshan mm -hmm. King. That was sexual harassment of a staffer. 
these were sexually inappropriate comments. Uh, I would put those on, on different degrees. I may get in trouble here, yeah. but I would put those under different degrees. I don't think it's worthy of being removed from caucus. I think it's definitely worthy of being removed from cabinet. But 2019, I, it's going to be very difficult for him to, to win re-election. Yeah, looking at 2019, fine, but even immediately. So he remains on as an MP for Calgary Centre. He says that he wants to continue to represent and work on behalf of his constituents. Can politicians survive that? I mean, Darshan Kang, he's now sitting as an independent. Yeah, um, some can. It'll be interesting in the current environment whether they can. Uh, we, We have seen, I mean... The obvious big example would be Bill Clinton, who was impeached mm. over sexual behavior and survived all of that. Um, I don't think he could have survived today. Yes. Uh, things have changed so, so much. Yeah. Um, and, and in a positive way, um, that, that things that were either tolerated or endured by women, they now feel free of, of coming forward and speaking out. And that's a good thing. All right. So let's say he stays on then and then ultimately it's his decision if he is going to seek re-election. I mean, I know I'm going back down to 2019, but I I would also say um, it's going to be his his ability of representing Calgary Center is also going to be impaired. It is going to be difficult Um, if if you're an individual who's just been demoted in a in a public way in a public scandal how do you go back to work you know the next day doing something else dealing with your constituents he's going to have a tough tough go of it for the next uh, while and i've also been reading and maybe you have as well now the olympic funding decision could be up in the air have you heard about that because that was kent's portfolio waiting to see if the feds were going to chip in if we'd go further with an olympic bid yeah, and uh, all, all of that is tied in. I think that was yeah. one of the reasons he was made sport minister in the first place was the potential of an Olympic bid. Uh, I don't think it removes that option off the table, um, it, but uh, if I'm the, the city of Calgary and I'm looking for federal support, you know, your your spokesman, your your advocate, I think, is now gone. Yeah. Well, and, and I was, you know, Mayor Nancy was saying he was hoping to hear from them within the, by the end of this month. Well, they're dealing with bigger things right now than whether or not they should put some money towards an Olympic bid. Yeah. And, and, and I will say as, as, as big a story as this is in, in Calgary, it, it pales to the story of, of Patrick Brown. Yeah. You talk about speed. The, the issue with Kent Hare took about 24 hours. The issue with, with Patrick Brown took four hours. Well, yeah. you know, and on a man who was on the verge of becoming Premier of Ontario. Yeah. And originally, he said that he wasn't going to be stepping down. You know, those original tweets, and I thought, what? Well, and his press conference. Yeah, his uh, press conference. was just whoever, advi- well, his, all of his advisors quit. Yeah. And then he goes out on, on stage, um, runs away from the media, has a uh, caucus call, and they say, sorry, you can't resign in the morning. That's too late. <laughs> you yeah. need to do it right now. So, you know, I'm reading at 1130 Calgary time. That's one thirty in the morning in yes. Toronto. 
So what is a political party or political parties supposed to do in this new era then to almost stay, I, I said, to stay ahead of this, what appears to be sort of a tidal wave or a tsunami? So what would you recommend political parties do moving forward? Uh, I think in, in many cases, all of them, whether they are liberal, whether they are conservative, they are um, taking the appropriate responses. Uh, people are being held to account. I was making this comment today that it looks like every major uh, political figure, at least in North America, who's faced these sorts of allegations has has been held to account with one big notable exception, and that's the president of the United States. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and that's the more bizarre one yeah. because his behavior was much worse and has been much more worse than many of those who have had to step down. Um, and yet, <laughs> he's still there. Yeah. Do you think the political parties have to almost say right now to their members, okay, you guys, you got to tell us. Well, uh, we it, can't it, be blindsided all the time. We can't be blindsided. And uh, the, the, the events that have occurred, because it was also the Nova Scotia leader. The exactly. That's where it all started yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, and... These these episodes weren't stuff that was occurring yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're a year, three years, five years, eight years, um, and that's the challenge that parties have. So even though behavior may be changing, or at least it hopes it's changing, you've still got these skeletons that may be in the closet. But but who's going to come forward in that? I know they're going to say, "Well, it's been quiet for seven years. Let's let's keep it going." Yeah. Dwayne, uh, thanks for not being quiet on this one. Thanks for your time. Okay, we'll see you, Angela. You bet. Dwayne Bratt, political science professor at MRU. Let's open the phones and the texts and the emails. Angela at 770CHQR.com to you. We'll do that after the news, 403-974-8255.